Kia ora mai tato. Hari mai ki te Maorin Engineering Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Maorin Engineering Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. It really means a lot. And thank you for all the comments on the last episode and episodes before that as well that have been sent through to the Maorin Engineering Podcast Instagram. Um, they're awesome to receive and really, really appreciate them. And connecting with you all is the reason why, or one of the reasons why I'm doing what I do on this podcast. So ngā mihi kia koutou. I'm so stoked to be introducing who our manuhiri is on this episode. So Ariana George. Ariana has just completed high school in Westlake Girls High in Tamaki Makoto. She is enrolled to study civil engineering at Te Whariwananga or Tamaki Makoto for the 2022 year. And yeah, she's really excited to what that chapter of her life is going to look like. This episode delves into what her current chapter has been like, so her one during high school, and she delves into things like her journey to date, so including as well her mental health journey, uh, the power in having people believe in you, what she would change about and within the education system to make it suit for wahine and Māori, and what yeah, what she's excited about for being a Toyota Māori at university studying engineering. She has some really, really valuable insights, and I was just in awe of what she spoke on and how she spoke on it as well. She was an awesome person to speak to, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Ngā mihi. Whakataka te hau ki te uru, whakataka te hau ki te tonga, ki a mā kinakina ki uta, ki a mā tatatara ki tai, e hi a ki ana te atakura, he teo, he huka, he hauhu, tihei mauriora. Mauriora. <laughs> Tēnā koe hoa. How are you doing? I'm really good. I'm excited to chat. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm excited to have you on. So, um, yeah, ko e koe e hoa. Ko te rarawa te iwi, ko metimiti te whenoa, ko taumawi te hapu, ko matihitihi te marae. So I'm from the far north. <laughs> um, I tipoaki, oh, i whanau mai i Tāmaki Makaurau, engari i tipoaki i Otautahi me Tāmaki Makaurau. So I was born in Auckland, but I was raised in both Auckland and Christchurch. Beautiful, beautiful. So what what stage in life are you at now? What are you up to now? Oh, well, I'm doing a lot of tutoring because I run a tutoring business, um, studying for exams. Beautiful. So yeah. you are still in high school? Yeah, I'm year 13 at Westlake Girls, which I, I really enjoy the school and I um, learn the real at Westlake as well, which is really important to me. Mm-hmm yeah so, so you learned during high school um so what was your upbringing with within TR Māori Māori Dim like so when I was little I grew up around a lot of whānau um and then as I grew up I kind of started to merge more into a Pākehā type family so connecting with Te Ao Māori has been a bit difficult at some points um, I think I almost dropped out of Te Reo at, in year 11, at the end of year 11. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so kind of finding my place in Māori Tanga and Te Ao Māori while feeling like I've been brought up in Te Ao Pākehā has been a bit difficult, but it's definitely helped me find my confidence, kind of identifying as Māori and being Māori. Beautiful. That's beautiful, Kōrero. That's amazing. Um, so we connected because your 
a little bit interested in engineering um and I must say your LinkedIn is beautiful (laughs) um I always I don't know it just seems like a natural way to connect um on the professional Facebook that is LinkedIn um so that's kind of how we connected and yeah really you've been involved in a lot of different kaupapa a lot of different kind of elements of mahi but all all of the really underlying um value of getting Māori and Pacifica into engineering and empowering rangatahi Māori, rangatahi Pacifica. Um, yeah, can you tell us a bit more of why you do that, how you came to have those values instilled within you, all of that sort of thing? Yeah, so um, in year eight, before I came to Westlife, I definitely did struggle with my mental health a lot. I've always had a bit of anxiety and trouble talking to people, and I was always very shy. So then um, in year nine, I joined the STEAM program, Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts and Math at Westlake. So that was kind of most of our subjects. So it integrated science and math and then social studies and English. So we weren't extension kids by any means, but by the end of the year, we were battling them for grades just because of how that program worked. So that definitely helped me find my confidence. And the um, Kyle who runs that, Miss Tomas, she's amazing. She's very, she has a biomedical engineering degree, but she is just wow. so passionate about getting our um, girls into STEM, which is kind of I think a lot where my passion for that came from Mm. I don't have any engineers or anybody with a uni degree on my Maori side of the family so kind of having role models that way has really made me (laughs) interested in engineering and interested in helping others into engineering Mm. so what was it that your Kaiako did was she just really supportive empowering what was it that kind of drew your kind of energy to her and things like that I think she really kind of told believed in me completely that I could go and do whatever I wanted and that I was kind of a manawahine I guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so she was yeah really inspiring as well and she always she treated us like we could do every anything I guess and she brought in people to talk to us she got a she um they a lot of the time the teachers were learning with us while we did these new topics like we learned how to code um create games and um like virtual reality augmented reality so at the same time the teachers were learning with us so she got the students to come up and teach everyone else as soon as we learned something new so that kind of group work and group learning really made me confident and (laughs) yeah um so then in year 12 so in year 11 the STEAM program finished so I did it year 9 and 10 Mm -hmm. then I started a new program called e-STEAM in year 12 which she ran just kind of incorporated a bit of enterprise so she kind of noticed that I was slipping a little bit from school I was kind of hang out with people I guess that weren't good for me and mm-hmm. my mental health was definitely slipping and she she used to just call me into her office and we would just chat for <laughs> we would just chat and she would check on me which was 
just to have someone there for you. Mm. So important. I and to <laughs> have someone yeah who like wanted to help you and who like went out of her way like there was no real kind of pressure for her to do that but she yeah wanted to support you and yeah look at you now that is so beautiful and definitely definitely just the times that I've met you and talked to you definitely display the kind of characteristics of what a mana wahine does or is so that's awesome it's really cool to hear yeah I think Maori and Pacifica in general, we do struggle to talk about ourselves, like about our accomplishments and everything. Like there's been, my dad runs a company and there's been so many times where his Pākehā engineer who has been mistaken for the box as well, just, he, he just sits there and he doesn't really talk about himself a lot. So I think that's so important to do to show that I'm Māori and I'm successful and I'm mm. not afraid to talk about it. Oh, that's awesome. Where do you think that comes from, this idea of, because I totally agree, uh, and the idea that Māori don't want to kind of talk to themselves or talk about themselves and put them maybe yeah. as out there as non-Māori. Yeah, it was definitely hard for me to get to that point to talk about myself as successful um I remember when I first started the girl boss program which was at the start of 2019 so the start of year 11 Mm -hmm. um so I went in for a one-week internship that was sponsored by Fletcher's and I remember we were introducing ourselves and talking about and we like mentioned we were Maori and stuff but I remember I used to say my name is Ariana Mm -hmm. all the time because that's guess that's what worked better for Pākehā to pronounce it and I was always a bit disconnected from Tao Māori so I remember um we had this Māori lady I completely forgot her name but she was so lovely and she goes you need to pronounce your name properly to me just when we were one-on-one she was like don't let anybody mispronounce your name mispronounce your heritage which Mm. was kind of a little (laughs) bit of a wake-up call for me that I needed to promote to our Māori in my day-to-day life so that even took me till midway this year when I started listening to Waiata all the time, Māori TV all the time, incorporating Māori into my day-to-day life was a bit difficult when you grow up in Te Ao Pākehā. Mm, absolutely and yeah. just going back to the mana of that a name does hold um, because I yeah totally resonate with that my name looks like Alice but it's Elise and there was for so long um I would just yeah shake it off and be like okay yeah I'm Alice to these people and that's fine and like case of pie I'll just be this different persona um to a point I was actually at a, the gym I was going to for like three years they only knew my name as Alice <laughs> and like yeah. my someone who like knew me as, as my name Elise was like said that name and it was all very awkward and very confusing um <laughs> But yeah, I also got told like your name holds so much mana and you need to step into that. So yeah. 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 It almost, when you mispronounce your name, you know, you're mispronouncing it. And it almost feels like, I guess your tongue doesn't fit in your mouth when you're saying it. You just don't, like, I don't feel comfortable saying Ariana, but I used to. So now like I only know myself as Ariana, but Mm. before I would, that would, just be my name it was only my mum that would call me Ariana and she's Pākehā yeah so it was and my 
te reo Māori teacher so it's hard to <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um so sorry backtracking a little bit you mentioned girl boss would you be able to explain a little bit about that and what your involvement with that has been yeah. Um, so Girlboss is run by this amazing wahine Alexia Hilbertida. Um, she's Samoan and she went to Westlake and then she moved to Albany Senior. Yeah, so she she always talked about how when she went into a physics class, she was the only girl. When she did technology, she's only about your age, I think. And when she went into her digital technology class after she'd won this prize for this gaming competition and they all blamed it on her being a, they're all like, oh, you got that because you will look good on the poster. So it's, yeah. Then she, her slogan is only 8% of NZX CEOs are women. We're changing that. So she's amazing. So she started the Girlboss program when she was 16 at Albany Senior. And so she runs internships. She does like Girlboss Awards. Um, So there's different ones. Like I did the one that was more focused on STEM. So you write in an application and then you go and do the program and they involve industry and youth, which is really Mm -hmm. cool. So my one we had, it was a week long and we did one day was full of networking, how to introduce yourself, how to kind of keep up with conversation and then how to end conversation and leave without feeling awkward was really... Uh yeah good skills to have (laughs) yeah um and the LinkedIn thing was huge for me like creating that profile helped so much (laughs) yeah um yeah and I think just being because I was I kind of joined that internship after the girl boss club at my school that I was in that was run by my Kaiopo um Miss Thomas Mm. so yeah so then I joined girl boss through that and I met Alexia and <laughs> all kind of started from there so she runs internships I think every school holidays I think they're mostly digital now that's awesome that's cool that's fantastic to see just that um someone's going in and championing and bridging the gap between industry and high schoolers because I feel as though it's only until we get to university you in the um, kind of standard path of the traditional framework of going to university that's when then you'll do the internship um yeah but that's fantastic that you were able to have that experience at Fletcher's um and have a bit of an insight of what you wanted to do so what was the internship like at Fletcher's and did that help you um make your decision of wanting to study engineering a little bit easier having that experience yeah it wasn't kind of centered around engineering it was more mm-hmm. us with Fletcher's and what they do so we were in the Fletcher's home and living section um yeah so we got paid which was amazing <laughs> yeah to get paid and for actually doing mahi mm. that would be beneficial for them so yeah we went through and we looked through um all the new development sites and they wanted us to come up with a logo that was specific to Fletcher so that people could know this is a Fletcher's home. So we went through looking at light switches, cupboards, and came up with all these ideas of what could be um, the logo for Fletcher's homes, which was really cool to actually feel like you're doing something and mm. that you're not a burden there, that 
they're interested in what you're doing and all that <laughs> yeah and I value like the putting value into your time as well by literally paying you um, yeah. so even that in itself is really really cool and empowering that's awesome so with this um whole experience of having yeah a champion for, like your Kayakor and your involvement with girl boss how has that helped you to where you are today um kind of empower others um and things like that and trying to get more women and Māori and Pacifica into STEM projects? Yeah, I think when you have successful Māori and Pacifica, you never have a lack of them wanting to help other Māori and Pacifica become successful. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think seeing the effort that my Kaiokos put in to my education and how passionate they were about what I was doing, especially this year when I started talking to my teachers more like they're also passionate about what I'm doing and I just I always want to give back I can't <laughs> if I just if I don't help other people mm. I just end up feeling really crap about myself right especially um yeah so that's kind of also why I love my work in tutoring because I can see that I'm making an actual difference and that's really important to me yeah beautiful would you like to go into um about your tutoring business and what that journey's been like yeah so I actually started tutoring not really thinking about it to be honest no I just thought it would be a nice job I didn't really ever think about myself as a teacher or passionate about that so I have a tutor and I kind of I was like oh why don't I just do that as well so mm. I started tutoring mid last year um, and it's only really this year that I got super into it and really passionate about it I could see the change I was making like I remember um, one mom of this year six I tutored she was telling me about how she hated math all through high school and she didn't want her daughter to feel like that mm. And now her daughter is, she enjoys math, which is <laughs> such a huge difference. And then this other girl, another year six, she didn't really like math at all. She was really struggling in it, lacking confidence a bit. And now she's writing slam poetry about math. <laughs> and she's excited to do algebra. <laughs> that is beautiful. What is it about your training business? Or what is it about having a person who you can go and ask questions to and things like that and teach you um what is it about that that's making it so successful for these people to find their passion within these subjects yeah so I tutor 90 percent wahine so I tutor about 12 clients <laughs> um and I think the biggest thing for me is because I'm so passionate about math and science and the pathways it can lead you to especially having just those um, problem solving skills and resilience and because you have to try and try again with math and science mm. and kind of helping kids to get that in a fun way that's personalized to them is really important to me like when you're a lot of the time with kids when they're at school it's very they can get very lost it's they don't have their own person. It's a teacher who's teaching 30 other people, their parents mm. and their grandparents, they share them 
with their siblings. So it's almost having a person for yourself that's interested in you and wants to help you learn, I think, is really beneficial for them. And it was really beneficial for me when I was doing tutoring with my tutor. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that's some of the barriers to why more people, maybe you kind of shared that story of someone who really, really didn't like math and now with this kind of um, teaching style that they really do enjoy it. Do you think the lack of um, kind of personal connection is a barrier? Yeah, definitely. I think our school system at the moment is very much targeted towards Pākehā men and it's not targeted that well towards them either. Mm. So I think women, we seek connections. That's why we live longer because we talk to people more. (laughs) We seek connections and learning that. Yeah, that's why we live longer because we actually go out and talk to people. (laughs) Wow, I didn't didn't think of it that way. But we just generally, we seek connection with other people. We want to talk to people, learn from other people. Um, And I think that's why this STEM program, the STEM program was so successful with us. Like we weren't all like super smart kids, but like the whole thing about us competing with the, um, what's it called, the, gate students I guess though <laughs> the students that are an extension that's the word I was looking for um we were competing with them by the end of the year for spots into the next year's extension classes so I think the way we learned there was very much problem solving group-based work we would do community projects we would sit there and we'd talk and we'd come up with ideas between ourselves and the teachers would sit up there and they'd come and check on us talk to us in a group of four which was like some girls were making games about um, like picking up rubbish and sustainability, um, which was really, really cool. But um, what was the actual question that I was listening? <laughs> no, that's really interesting. That's cool yeah. that um, the actual question was, do you think that the way things are like also, yeah, streamlining um, yeah. classrooms and things like that, do you think that's a barrier of why maybe um yeah yeah more people aren't maybe going into subjects that require so like engineering so that requires physics and maths and things like that yeah I think that's the reason I tutor majority like um wahine as well Mm. because we're all because we struggle in today's school system definitely it's very single centered I think it's just a teacher usually talking at you and there's not heaps of group work especially when you get into NCA so when I left I did really well in the STEAM program I really enjoyed it when I got into year 11 I definitely got a bit lost I still did well because I was a smart kid I could cram for year 11 Mm, mm. I was fine in year 11 um but when I got to year 12 I really did struggle like I got 73 excellence credits in year 11 and it dropped by 50 when I got into year 12 because my cramming and not doing anything strategy didn't work any um, more and I think like you can very much say the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps argument like you should do it yourself but I don't think people wahine and Māori and Pacifica can succeed in a system that's not built for them so I think that's why we see we see more Pākehā men going into these um, like engineering, these kind of 
STEM disciplines mm. rather than Wahine, Māori and Pacifica. And I think it's about changing the school system ultimately to support Māori and Pacifica. Yeah, and to do that is that by creating these more inclusive environments where people are kind of connected, more group work, more um, kind of lower teacher-student ratio to kind of have yeah. that kanohiki te kanohi direct um, connection. Yeah, definitely. And kind of supporting teachers to do that mm. because we don't have enough teachers. Teachers are so overworked. And I think it's about supporting teachers because most of the teachers, they really want us to do well. Like all my teachers this year are so focused on us and how we can be the best we can be kind of thing. They always put in overtime with us and they're super focused. Like I remember once I was talking to my chemistry teacher, Miss Foot, at one of the chemistry sessions that nobody turned up to. And we and she just gave me all these tips on how to manage my anxiety, like belly breathing and all that. And I think that kind of one-on-one focus and attention is so beneficial. Mm. Like I've learned so much in the past two weeks going to school because no one's there. <laughs> like last Friday, it was just me and my English teacher and that was it. And we just talked the whole period. Wow. Yeah. Which was amazing. So <laughs> yeah, I think definitely more connection between students and teachers, more programs. I don't think kids should just go to school and go home. I think they need to, like, we have Māori mentors at Westlake, which is, we have Māori and Pacifica mentors, which is really beneficial for us. They call us up in class just to talk about our journey, what we want to do. It's usually at one-on-one, one-on-two, which is really, it's really beneficial for us as well, Mm. just having someone that's there for us. We have, like, Māori huis, um, and I think that's all really crucial in the success of our wahine and our Māori and Pacifica is focusing mm. that attention on them. Mm. Yeah. So. so Yeah. So what other kind of frameworks um, or uh, I hate the word frameworks, to be honest, <laughs> uh, what kind of um, more things in place do you think that should, sorry, I'll reframe that question. What, sort of things do you think should be in place to create that supportive environment for Māori and Pacifica and wahine to reach their potential? So you said you've got Māori mentors at your school. What kind of other um, support systems do you think would be beneficial? Yeah, I don't think pure equality works. I don't think we can, you know, make everybody equal and say, oh, that's Mm. fine because Mm. we don't, it's kind of like Pākehā men have been taking the elevator up to the top floor and we've been climbing, Māori and Pacifica and Wahine, we've been climbing a ladder with missing rungs to get there. So I think you need to balance that out and I think we need to teach Māori girls as Pākehā girls. I think we need to teach Māori as Māori and incorporate these tikanga and um, te ahurea and all the Māori principles like kotahitanga, unity, manakitanga, hospitality, um, kaitiakitanga, um, guardianship into mm-hmm. our teaching. We can't teach Māori girls or Pacifica girls as Pākehā. That's not going to be successful. There's a reason why 
Māori are doing so much better at Karakaupapa and Kohangareo than they are at Pākehā schools. Mm. So I think we need to incorporate, we need to kind of bring to our Māori to our Māori girls mm. and incorporate that and show that we're really, really passionate about that. And that's not something just at high school either. That can be implemented at university during, like, within the industry, like, across yeah. all levels of really society, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so what other barriers do you think um, are in place at the moment that you have seen, that you know about, um, that inhibit or um, kind of are put in place that have stopped more Māori getting into engineering? I think the division between STEM and Tao Māori is huge. And a lot of us kind of separate those two things. We can't learn te reo Māori and be in engineering kind of, like balance those two quite well. So it's definitely difficult. And I think in, especially in Māori families, there's, with my um with my extended family it's a little bit oh if you're not in jail if you're have a steady job then you're sweet Mm. and I think we need to focus more on how well how far can we push our Maori and Pacifica girls rather than just getting them over that little which is huge like that is a huge thing for us a huge step having a steady job and not being in jail but also we can push our Maori girls further they can take on the world we have mana and yeah what else do you need yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh that's beautiful um okay with that so we've talked about kind of a little bit about your background a little bit about the people who have championed you so like your kayako so what was her ingoa again miss thomas miss thomas thank you yeah um talked about people like miss thomas so so with that in mind, what has it that's encouraged you or um, put you in the place that you are now that makes you want to do engineering next year? I think the exposure to actual engineers and to what engineering was like was huge for me. Like mm-hmm. we had this one um, lunchtime session, I think it might have been for Girl Boss, where we just had engineers come in and people in uni and STEM and they just showed us their projects and that was huge for me especially and I think engineering is an ever-changing industry and not a single day is the same so that's why I kind of lean towards civil engineering because I want to be out there I want to be out on site Mm. and applying kind of the math and science I know to as well as incorporating that with Te Ao Māori and encouraging more Māori into engineering. Mm. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. I think, I remember in, I think it was year 10 or year 11, I went to a parent-teacher meeting with um, my Māori teacher, Matua Hudson. Um, and I remember saying I wanted to be a cop. And I would have hated being a cop. I'm the least confrontational person ever. Um, <laughs> and he goes, no, you're not. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, if you want to um, if you want to be a cop, you're going to be the head of the police. You're going to be the highest of whatever you can do because he kind of believed in me. 
I think, and I think he knew I did not want to be a cop. I just quiet as kid. I just would not talk. Um, and so I think he was like, no, she cannot, but she would not be a cop. And I would not have been a cop. But him just believing in me and telling me, you're not just going to be a cop, you're going to be the head of the police if you yeah. do that. You're going to go far was so crucial for me. Just mm. having someone believe in me and even that confrontational, like you can be whatever you want. No, he was like, <laughs> you were going to be successful, which was so important for me as well. And for my having, confidence. Absolutely. And just having that one person, like that's so amazing that you can sit here today and remember that like there are so many things in your life right now that you probably do not remember at all but that one thing has stuck with you and that is going to stick with you and I hope that you believe that until yeah. until yeah until you can't yeah. remember anything else ever in your life <laughs> yeah um but yeah I I truly believe that for you as well Ariana. thank you um cool so with that then so what are you looking forward to at university with an engineering? Just, just a light question. I think I'm excited for the SPIES program, the South Pacific Indigenous Engineering Society, meeting other successful Māori is so important, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, and just having that community and being able to connect more with Tao Māori linked in with that STEM is crucial for me I think um yeah to kind of find other Māori that are interested in engineering and those STEM subjects and are passionate mm-hmm. about that and to our Māori is really important for me yeah so you're heading to Auckland University yeah, yeah. beautiful very cool I couldn't, couldn't quite convince you to come down there <laughs> If I do my masters, I'll come. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah, and and you will like it's so awesome the people that you meet at university because yeah, you are all like-minded to a sense, but everyone is so different. So I'm looking forward to seeing like yeah, the things that you do just through the people you meet as well. That's really cool. Um within so I talked about kind of maybe more so the social aspects and um of going to university next year within the kind of university mahi is there anything in particular that you kind of wish to see and further in as well as into the industry I think what I would love to see is some emphasis on um like tikanga and tahurea and uh, Māori principles mm. in, within engineering. I feel like it's a little bit of tick boxing sometimes, the stuff they do. It's like, oh, that's what we have to do. But I think it should be not just skin deep to mm. our Māori and that kind of aroha for the land. I think I'd love to see that. And people doing karakia every morning, not just because they have to, because that's what they need and like consulting with local iwi and I think a general education course with a focus on Tao Māori because I looked at the Te Whariwananga or Tamaki Makoto's 
ones and the only Māori course I can take for my general education is for people who haven't done te reo Māori before. Really? Yeah, which is, there might be another one, I'm maybe looking at the wrong thing, but... Um, yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, yourself. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think a focus on like te tiriti or waitangi and how we can uphold to our Māori in engineering mm. would be really amazing to see. Not just programs, exterior programs, which I think is the focus in a lot of um, like STEM disciplines, is we have those external programs, which is great. We're showing progress. Mm. But I think it needs to be in everything we do. I think in the STEM classes I take it, like STEM is over here. Today is over here, and mm. I think it needs to be more incorporated. Yeah, yeah, more integrated, more integrated. Yeah. Everything just yeah, just weaved, weaved in. <laughs> yeah, or well, even a course, um, because if you look at our workers from Hawaii, like they're amazing engineering feats. Like for their time to go over that bit of sea, that rough bit of sea is incredible and I think you could do an engineering course on that or even involve that in physics and like have a physics paper we had a rainbow zent one this year could we do one um focusing on te ao maori and those engineering feats in te ao maori mm. and like if you look at our pa they were incredible <laughs> yeah so I yeah, think just focus on that yeah Exactly, because I think a lot um, from a university perspective, a lot of the um, incorporation to our Māori is the design, as in like the um, last step design, yeah. as in how do we storytell and how do we have this cultural narrative, which is really, really beautiful um, and so important, don't get me wrong. Um, and I think as engineers, there's also kind of a responsibility or also an opportunity to yeah, integrate the engineering yeah principles um within the actual engineering practice rather than have it um yeah it, it can just go so much deeper i i love the, the cardo on the surface level type basis it can go so much deeper. Yeah. i agree i think it kind of reinforces that separation of te ao maori and stem by separating those programs mm. i think integrating everything with like te ao maori and making our young engineers passionate about incorporating te ao Māori into the engineering, like karakia, not just because you have to, not just because it's what you should do, because you're passionate about it. Like kaitiakitanga, consulting with local iwi, like having them involved in the entire process, not just consulting them once, is so crucial. Mm. Or I think it's part of te tiriti or waitangi we need to uphold these maori values mm. not because we should but because we're passionate about it and yeah. because it's the right thing to do i i and just um when you said about the karakia and i think even when you opened this quarter of the karakia like i could feel that i could even though we're through on zoom right now <laughs> but you, you can feel it and i think that other people can too and they do but maybe they're just yeah. a to um learn learn a karakia that sort of thing um, yeah but yeah I think it's just emphasis on I I love that emphasis on 
because you want to and because you're passionate about it is why we should do yeah. things, why we should do anything, but especially incorporate to our Māori into engineering. Yeah, like whenever I um, like watch haka online or um, yesterday I got my um, Punamu re-bless on, over Zoom and you just still feel that mana, even mm. though it's through the screen and it like every time I hear haka, especially the ones that are done at Tangis, I'm like bawling. Mm. <laughs> so I think just... I would love everybody to feel that passion mm. and that excitement. Like, I'm so excited to go to this karakia, like not karakia, but this like porphyry yeah, I... blessing of our engineering site rather than art something. We have to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a green white equal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I wish the people listening could see my face right now. I'm like, <laughs> um, that's beautiful um kind of a left field question or from the from the peripheral vision question but what lights a fire in your belly I think encouraging Māori and Pacifica and Wahine into STEM it just is something I'm so passionate about like I go to bed so happy when I've um like done tutoring with a um wahine and they're so excited about math and they just get it and they're like whoa I'm actually good at this and they start answering my questions without second guessing themselves Mm. which I notice they're like oh I'm not sure and I might just say it I've said so many wrong things and I think that fear is what holds us back a lot the imposter syndrome Mm. like I remember one thing we did in the girl boss program too is um they told us to close our eyes and walk to the other side of the room if we felt like we didn't deserve to be there and everyone walked to the other side of the room like amazing amazing wahine but we all felt like we didn't deserve to be there even though we had gotten into the program it was like a 10 percent entry thing we'd all gotten into the program we all had mana within us but we didn't think we did and we didn't think we (laughs) deserved to be there and I guarantee if you got if you did that in a room of boys only a handful of them would walk across the room just because of that imposter syndrome that we have ingrained into us that we don't think we can we're good enough we don't think we can be right kind of thing (laughs) hi hi um just on the imposter syndrome thing I saw this um kind of advice tidbit type style thing on the old Instagram and it was whenever you kind of have these feelings of imposter syndrome um, make a conscious effort for whenever anyone says anything nice to you or whenever anyone says anything encouraging if it's something out of the blue that someone says really kind to you like that made you feel really good in the moment screenshot that or capture that put that in a folder in your computer and then whenever you kind of have these feelings of imposter syndrome that I don't belong here, I'm not good enough, look at that folder and it will kind of bring you back to all the times. Because sometimes when you tell yourself that actually, no, maybe I do deserve to be there, you may not believe it yourself. And there's that kind of downward spiral. Yeah. So maybe something like that. I don't know. I've been telling everyone who like mentions imposter syndrome, do this. And hopefully that could be. No, that's our tough it's beautiful yeah. um yeah bouncing off that I 
um, one of my therapists from a while ago, she told me not to try to stop my negative thoughts because that doesn't work. Just balance them or with positive thoughts, kind of tip that seesaw towards positive. Mm. Like, and I still do that today if I'm like, oh, you're not good at this. Everyone else is better. And I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> like, because like, I, you always think the girls at the front of the class, they know everything. And I've actually been talking to them and they don't know everything. They're in the same boat as everyone else. Mm. So kind of balancing those positive and negative thoughts and talking to yourself. I find talking to yourself like one of your friends would talk to you when you said those thoughts is important. I I totally agree because, yeah, we are kind of our own harshest critics and we would never probably yeah. say the things that we say to ourselves to other yeah, people so definitely. yeah just keeping that in mind hard sometimes but yeah definitely yeah definitely important beautiful so um what are your ambitions for the future um I think I'd love to be involved in I always say this but getting involved in more Maori and I think getting more involved in Te Ao Māori, mm. like going to my marae, learning Māori culture and customs a bit better and mm. being fluent in the reo is so important for me. Um, and then also um, just taking the engineering world by storm, <laughs> um, incorporating more Te Ao Māori and yeah, I think it's really important to the whole concept of kotahitanga, mm. unity within everybody in that company that you're working for. Like there's so many, because I worked for my dad's company over the um, school holidays. Mm-hmm. And so he's he drainage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, drainage. So he actually, um, he dropped out of high school at the end of year 12 and he started a um, drainage business but he really struggled for a few years so it was always like to me never never drop out of high school go to my life would have been so much easier if I went to in I did engineering but so I was working with everybody up in Auckland because the engineer that works for the company is in Ototahi so everyone up in Auckland is laborers and we've got I think it's 80% Maori and Pacifica workforce so you talk to they were all so kind and I'd ask so many questions. <laughs> I asked so many questions and like a toddler um, and they'd all <laughs> answer them and they'd be really nice about it. And you notice a lot of the time, especially Pākehā engineers, they come onto site and they don't treat um, the labourers who are usually Māori and Pacifica or people of colour with respect. So I think it's so important. Like it was way harder to work on site then then do like math and science especially like being Mm -hmm. a laborer such a hard job I remember we woke up at 6 a.m by three o'clock I was passed out in my dad's ute coming home (laughs) and they they just work for hours Mm. and they've all got they're all so lovely and they've all got spirit and (laughs) they're happy to be there yeah so I think for me, working as a labourer before I become an engineer was important mm. to respect that position. Mm. Yeah, because it's doing the hard mahi. <laughs> I and it's 
like it's kind of the way society and the engineering system is that there are other sort of levels right yeah and understanding everyone at all levels is yeah embodiment of, yeah exactly yeah. it's it's how it's how we have a sustaining future yeah completely yeah um yeah that's beautiful um and what advice would you tell your maybe year 12 student self I think I would tell myself to not stop going to therapy because I'm always (laughs) like I don't need it and then yeah I think I I, I've always had a problem with anxiety and when I'm not learning my mental health definitely starts to decline and I don't have a purpose um yeah so I think I would tell myself to kind of um talk to people communicate with the people that are excited about your own journey and not not focus on the people who aren't (laughs) yeah so that's what I tended to do in year 12 was focus on the people who aren't interested in what I'm doing and aren't pushing me forward not the people who are and who are excited about my journey and I think that surrounding yourself with people that are interested in you and putting effort into you is so important for your mental health Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of this whole like you can control what you can control and that's kind of thing um yeah you can definitely control who you surround yourself with yeah (laughs) and I suppose we've kind of answered it throughout and touched on it sorry these last few questions are very very quick fire um like that um but million dollar question that I ask every episode uh what things do you think can be done to get more Māori to be in and stay within this space? I think it's about changing the systems that are bringing them through education. I don't think you can expect Māori Pacific and Wahine to succeed in a system that's not designed for them. We, as Māori, like, when you grow up, when you're like a toddler, the way you learn then is often the way you keep on learning. So if you learn in a big farmer, you want to learn from a lot of people when you're older. And so going into a very Pākehā mindset of education where you're sitting there, teacher talking at you, no group work, no collaboration. Oh, don't talk to them. Don't go on your phone. <laughs> All of this is so um, so not beneficial for our Māori mm. Pacifica. We often have big whānau and we learn from a lot of people. The whole concept of it takes a village to raise a child is embedded in Māori and Pacifica family. So learning from a lot of people then going to a single-minded way of learning is pushing a lot of our Māori and Pacifica out of STEM. Like -hmm. if you go to PE and you go to Māori class, you're learning in groups and English, you're learning in groups. And when I go to STEM, often I'm learning very single mindedly it was only this year my physics teacher Miss Corva who's wonderful I remember one of the first sessions I was on my phone the whole time because I was like I don't know how to do anything I was so freaked out and then she told me to go to to meet her in her office at morning tea and I was like oh no I'm going to get told off and then she goes there's three reasons why people are on their phones in class one they're dealing with something outside of school that's really intense for them mm-hmm. two they're really overwhelmed or two, they're really over on the class, cannot remember the third one. Um, and then she just asked me what 
she could help me with and she gave me these flashcards of all the different like letters and symbols and I think that was so important for me to have a teacher that wasn't like oh why are you on your phone kind of thinking of the what you're doing rather than the reason behind why you're doing it yeah and meeting you halfway as well yeah was really cool so (laughs) um yeah so I think having and we do group work in physics as well which is really cool kind of a bit of a different um, take on learning, I think. And all my teachers this year have been wonderful. And all my classes, we've done a little bit of group work in, but it's hard to do solely group work in the NCA system, I think, Mm. (laughs) which is what helps us learn. So, yeah, I think I've learned so much this year. I've had to learn all the year 12 stuff again because I did not do that well in year 12. So I've learned so much this year and I couldn't have done it without the people behind me helping me Mm. yeah so I think having those systems in place that aren't exterior systems like the Maori mentors and the Maori hui is amazing and those exterior systems should still be in place but we need to intertwine to our Maori and STEM not Mm. as these separate entities it's so important for ensuring the success of our Maori Pacifica and wahine Mm. and to STEM disciplines which I think 70% of our jobs in the future are going to require STEM skills. So by us not helping our Māori Pacifica and Wahine into those, we're just bridging that gap between Pākehā men and our Māori Pacifica and Wahine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. With a mic drop, that would be a great place to put that. <laughs> 100% agree with you. I think, yeah, I love, or I don't love, I acknowledge the whakaaro around trying to fit into a system that's not built for Māori Pacifica and Wahine mm. and I and I think that it definitely does need an integration of the ex- exteriors mm. support systems that are out there which is amazing which are amazing but yeah for it to be sustaining I think integration is definitely yeah I like key. the metaphor of there being a square shaped hole in the wall And I guess Pākehāmen are that square and they can jump straight into STEM and STEM disciplines. But when you have Māori Pacifica, we might be like triangle stars. And if we want to go into those Pākehā disciplines, which are usually STEM-based, we kind of have to, either we don't fit or we have Mm -hmm. to make ourselves fit by reducing our involvement into our Māori and te reo Māori. I agree 100%. Yeah. (laughs) And either, yeah, there definitely does need have, sorry, there definitely is something that gets missed out on when you're trying to fit in to a system that's not built for you. Yeah. And that's either through having a lot of more time to try and work into the system or dropping things off because you don't have the capacity to, because you're working so hard. Yeah. To yeah. do something that's not innate. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Cool. So I'm all questioned out now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other kind of um, themes, points, any other kind of overarching things you'd like to touch on? Um, I think for Māori Pacifica and Wahine to succeed, we need those characters in our life. I would not have succeeded at all without all my teachers this year. Like 
um Mispa, I'm gonna shout them out here yeah so, beautiful yes go for it go for it. <laughs> um Mispa, who's my chemistry teacher who went over like the techniques for anxiety with me which was huge um Miss Corva, who kind of recognized that I wasn't on my phone because I wasn't interested in the topic or because I was a bad kid. I was on my phone because I was so overwhelmed that I couldn't do what she was doing on the board. Um, and then Miss Kim, who's my calculus teacher, who's got a chemical processing engineering degree. Um, and she talked to me about engineering and going into engineering. Um, and not overloading myself next year because I'm so passionate about um, doing everything I can for other Māori and Pacifica because I wouldn't be here without the people who did that for me. Mm. Um, so she told me not to overload myself and to um, put work into what I my, my goals for myself mm. was really cool. Um, yeah, my English teacher, Miss Lawrence, who she told my mum at one of the parent-teacher interviews that um, I seemed like I could have some problems with anxiety, so keep an eye on me this year. And she's also my dean, and she's so lovely. <laughs> we just talk for hours. Um, and then, of course, my today teacher, Matua Hudson, who's, yeah, he's, I've been taught by him for five years, and he's always believed in all of us. <laughs> he's worked, he works so hard. For any for everything I remember he always tries whenever we do anything for like the um Maori girls he always like tries to slip us a little bit of money and we're like no <laughs> <laughs> no we're not taking it um yeah and of course Miss Thomas has been a really incredible person in my life to push me towards um all those goals that I have and to tell me that I have mana and that I can be successful, that I am successful and <laughs> kind of seeing that potential in me was, yeah, huge for me. Oh, that is so beautiful. That's so beautiful that you've had that many champions and that you've had champions in your life. And I think, yeah, everyone deserves all of those people within their lives. Yeah. Awesome. That's fantastic. Cool. Um, I'll close off the karakia unless you have anything else you'd like to add, Ihoi. I'm all good. <laughs> Beautiful. Cool. Me and my tata, unuhia, 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 kituru tapunui, kia watea, kia mama, tinako, titinana, tiwarui, tiaratangata, kuerai rongo, fakari aki terunga, tuturu fakamawa, kia tina, tina, humie, huie, tai, kia. Kia ora mai tato. thank you so much for listening to that episode. I hope you enjoyed what Ariana spoke on just as much as I did. If you wanted to follow her journey of what her next chapter will look like, she is over on LinkedIn and has a pretty solid one at that. Um, and you can see what she's up to over on there. And if you haven't already, we are on Instagram at maori underscore in underscore engineering dot pod. So for more frequent updates, it will be over there. So feel free to give us a follow there. Hoia no. Without further ado, I'll let you go on with whatever you're doing in your life right now. Thank you very much for listening yet again. In mihi ana kia koutou, ka kite.